0: Log Talk Radio Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Friday, July the 14th, and welcome to our commentary. Welcome to our Texas political report with our good friend, uh, George Rodriguez from South Texas, where I bet the temperatures are really hot, George. Uh, Am am I (laughs) guessing that right?
1: It it hit 105 uh, today, (laughs) and um, we were originally going to do this broadcast at 9 o'clock because I had a softball game. That was canceled at uh, at seven o'clock, and uh, the reason it was canceled was because it's too hot. So, we're, well, you're, you're they, here.
0: you know, we should do. Uh, they should have. They should build a roof, so you I know. guys can play, uh, play in a dome stadium. Yeah, dome stadium, So You can play softball at seven o'clock, like right now. The you know it's a hundred degrees here, and the Rangers are playing. Yeah. Uh, on oh, you know with the roof, so. Uh, You know, it's funny, the Rangers are drawing very well, good attendance figures. Now, they're also playing very well. They're also winning. (laughs) They're also winning. But I would have to think that, you know, being able to go out to the ballpark when it's 100 degrees and sit inside an experience that people in Houston have had for years, uh, I always felt that that would be helpful here. And I think, you know, a, a good team and a roof can fill, can sell a lot of tickets. They're selling tickets. They're selling a lot of tickets. Well, George, the big story out of Texas this week is the property tax uh, proposal, I guess, that was uh, approved by, I'm I'm not sure if the proposal is the right word, but resolution that was approved by the, the lieutenant governor and the Speaker of the House and is now going to the governor, who said he will sign it. Now there is a constitutional hurdle. They're going to have to put the exemption on on the homes or the the change in the exemption for the homes. I believe that has to that that is a constitu, constitutional issue that actually has to be put up to a vote in November, George. I think that's. Am I understanding that right?
1: Yes, correct.
0: Yeah, so that but that should pass. I yeah. think overall, George, that this property tax uh, proposal is really good for people who pay property taxes obviously and and i i think it's a good deal for homeowners i think it's a good deal for business owners so i think overall you know i got to give an a plus to uh to the governor and uh, the speaker and uh the you know the, the lieutenant governor for getting this done george
1: this was a very very hot topic from from day one uh, mm-hmm. particularly within the ranks of. Uh, the uh, Republican Party, which is the the, the the dominant party in in Texas, within the conservative ranks, which dominate the Republican Party. So, I mean, it was a very very hot issue uh, regarding getting some kind of uh, of uh, tax uh, uh, reform, some kind of, of help for the for the property owners, because I'll tell you the, pro- the the taxes have just been. Uh, skyrocketing as we grow and as the government grows. Right. And to be honest with you, I think the, the the thing that I see very good in this is that um, uh, when we have limited taxes, it should limit the growth of government. Right. Of course, government can always uh, spend money that they don't have. But in this case, I think that uh, that, that, that will be the very, very good, both the fact that um, those of us, uh, that are retired and are on fat, fixed income uh, are, are 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 very very careful about the issue of uh, how much taxes go up from year to year. I think this is going to be growth. Now let me say right. this though. Yeah. Let me say this that one of the things that still needs to be resolved is that a lot of the taxes now that in fact the lion's share of the tax problems that we're going to be facing as far as increasing is going to come from the school districts. And that is going to be a very very pricky uh, issue. If people want to, uh, if the Republican Party, if conservatives want to tackle uh, uh, control of, of uh, skyrocketing taxes, they're going to have to look at school districts eventually.
0: Right. No, I think you're right, and hopefully that's the next target in, yeah. in this uh, in this whole thing. But I, you know, I find uh, George that that this proposal is going to make Texas even more attractive. More attractive.
1: <laughs> more uh, because attractive.
0: you have, I mean, it's already pretty attractive, but it's going to make it even more attractive because, you know, owning a home here is, is going to be a good deal. Yeah,
1: you're and not penalized. You're not penalized.
0: <laughs> that's right. Now, you mentioned that the property taxes are going up. Part of the problem, we're victims of our success. Yes. We have been flooded. I mean, people are flooding into Texas. And there's sometimes they bring a lot of cash, particularly if they move from California, California and and they can drive up the cost of of homes. I mean, just talk to any real estate agent here in the North Texas area. I mean, it's just crazy the 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 way these people have driven up the cost of homes. So that, I think, is also the the reason why I thought this proposal was a good idea, because the prices of homes were going up very, very quickly. And people were having to pay property taxes over homes that kept going up in value. You know, it might, it might level off a little bit here. So that, that was, I thought the, the good thing that, that Texas is going to be more attractive for, for people who want to move here. And I expect because of this well,
1: for businesses, definitely, definitely.
0: Absolutely. I expect because of this property uh, tax change, that more people will move to, to yeah. Texas. I think, and you mentioned business that's another important part because this proposal also benefits uh, the construction will probably result in the construction of more uh, buildings and perhaps apartment buildings and just more construction in general because there's there's the taxes are going to be favorable in the whole real estate area
1: George correct I agree yeah. i mean it's a, it's going to be a very very it'll be very interesting to see uh, the future spin on this whole issue.
0: Yeah, I, I think it, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I mean, things you always have to wait for things to play out. Although I, I think in general, uh, the it will be a good play out. I, I think over the next three to five years, we will see the full benefits of this. Now, the Democrats, as you probably know, George, uh, are hoping to to do something about renters. They would like to give a benefit to renters and they would like to do something about school salaries or teacher salaries yeah. now i'm not sure uh, i look i understand the renting problem because you know i have friends and people that we know and the rents, i don't know what it's like in san antonio but up here i mean the yeah, rents are just going crazy yeah,
1: yeah. and
0: you know people you know people are paying 1300 one year and 1500 the next and and there's so much again back to the demand question there's so much demand for good apartments that they'll just, they drive up the price. So, but, but, but let me talk to
1: that. Let me talk to that. Yeah. Because I think that, that one of the issues that, that, that has to be brought forward, and of course the Democrats are never gonna do this, is that urban communities, urban governments, should I say, urban governments can have extreme control over construction, extreme control. Um, maybe not so much in, in Houston, but uh, all the other communities, particularly like Austin, uh, Dallas, San Antonio. And what has happened historically is that rather than address the demand for renters, they haven't. And so that's why you've got rents going. I mean, it's, it's the supply and demand argument. And these folks, uh, the, these Democrats just refuse to accept that. What they want is subsidy. Right. That's what they want, subsidy.
0: Well, and that's what they want. They want some kind of a subsidy for renters. And while I sympathize with people who rent, I mean, I, I can see it with, you know, my my wife and I belong to a, uh, to a church organization that helps people pay yeah. rent and that kind of thing. And, I mean, it, it's devastating what these rate increases have been for the last two or three years. I mean, I can see it on... On black and white you know when when we see the requests that people are making to pay the rent I mean I see some of the numbers and I go my goodness Um, how can how can somebody be paying you know that much for two or three
1: and I don't know I don't know about Dallas, but here in San Antonio the big push for renters unfortunately is led by groups who don't like property owners who don't like property ownership right and I mean I'm sorry, what do you call someone who doesn't want you to own property?
0: <laughs> well, I thought it was a uh, not a capitalist, that's for sure. <laughs> for sure the, not. The other group, you know, the other people.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I don't see, George, just mechanically how you 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 do something for renters. I mean, the only possible yeah. idea would be that they would get a check in the mail,
1: well, like and again, a subsidy. So I don't again, see that
0: happening. I don't well, but that. again,
1: this, this idea, that idea is already out there. Uh, regarding uh, regarding income, universal right. income, they don't they just get an automatic check. Right. So it's not that far away from their mentality. So uh, no, well they they, they, they they've do done it.
0: it in certain cities, like I yeah. think in California they've done it, yeah. but I don't see that happening here. Now I do well, think it's
1: already got the, universe, Austin the does universal Austin universal universal income. Interesting. So,
0: well, but I don't see that happening uh out of the legislature meaning yeah, no. a I, I would hope not i would yeah, hope not. I don't see that happening but I do feel that one of the benefits of this property tax proposal is that as you enhance production, hopefully there will be more inventory yes, and that will help the rent i mean exactly. the supply and demand thing exactly. uh, but but I don't see the state of, i mean I don't see the state legislature at, at
1: this point I don't see that happening
0: no I don't either. Now the other the other issue that the Democrats wanted to amend uh, this proposal and put an increase for school teachers in in this proposal and use some of the money for school teachers, but again I am not opposed to paying teachers
1: if it more goes money, to the teachers
0: if it goes to the teachers that's the problem <laughs> it, you know there's so much so much bureaucracy in in the school districts and and I also look I'm. I'm I'm a big believer in school choice. And one of the reasons that I like school choice is accountability. Yes. And I I think when you look at what's happening in Houston with their school district, and they were literally, the state had to take them over because it was such a disaster. Uh, And and I think that, again, I don't mind paying, uh, you know, I don't mind paying a lot of money for school teachers because they're valuable people. They do a lot of work. And they teach our kids. Well, I mean that's a pretty important But as long as it job.
1: goes to the teachers, and that's the headache that we've got.
0: Goes to the teacher, and it'll go to more the part accounting. of
1: education, or it'll go to, to uh, the school district, and then you know it goes to more bureaucracy. Well, I, you know, I also I, think
0: you have you have to tie George, and to me this is why I support school choice because you have to tie you have to tie uh school uh, you know, salary increases with some accountability, some of these schools, like the story in Houston, the number of of uh, units or schools in the school district of Houston that were not even meeting eighth minimum, grade levels.
1: Minimum, yes. Yeah. Minimum.
0: How can you increase salaries in a situation yeah. like that? How can I mean, reward, I,
1: that's how can it? reward that kind of, of industry.
0: Right. So I, I you know I think if, if 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 you want to do some salary increases there has to be some uh, some of better court. results coming out yeah. of these uh, public schools. Now you mention Austin, and they have a little problem in Austin, don't they? Uh, yeah. A little crime problem, and you know sometimes you get the feeling that Austin is like in the wrong state. You yeah, know what I mean, <laughs> because everything that comes out of Austin sounds like it could be coming out of California, and uh, maybe we should trade San Diego for for Austin. That would be kind of a cool. That would be. That yeah. would be a cool trade, but. The governor has apparently decided to put more more uh, police or more forces in. I have not been to Austin in a while, but
1: have you been to Austin oh, lately? Yeah. I mean, is the situation yeah. there pretty crazy? It, it is. It is really bad. First of all, um, they have encouraged more homelessness by rewarding it. I mean, that's the only way that I can term it. And so you've got homeless coming in from all over the place uh, and living everywhere. Um, there is still a um, uh, a big debate uh, and a lawsuit over the issue of where, of whether or not uh, a homeless person can set up encampment uh, on private property. If you can imagine, um, the um, <clears throat> the city council passed an ordinance that uh, you know allowing uh, the the uh, homeless to uh, in, uh, set up uh, tents. Uh, wherever it, there was a space and that included in private property private property that was not being used they claimed uh, but it soon became you know on, on a front yard uh so that's been a big headache that they've got uh you've got a lot of homeless folks uh, who are mentally disturbed uh the other thing is that they also recently uh, about three months ago passed an or an, another uh, ordinance or should i say another uh dictate the city council where they cut the police even further. They cut the, uh, the number of staff. They cut the equipment. They didn't want militarized police as they put it. Uh, and they limited their uh, ability to arrest people. Uh, consequently, at this point, I believe that the number of uh, police officers that you've got is uh, the staffing is something like at a 300 uh, person low um, maybe 400, but it is extremely low. So that's why the um, the uh, governor had to call in uh, the state troopers to help back them up. Because the other problem is that um, because the police are, are limited in their ability to arrest somebody and takes a long time for them to respond, and in many cases the people disrespect them and it becomes another big issue, um, the state troopers weren't having that problem. The state troopers were arresting people. That was the end of it the state right. troopers were in there picking people up and of course that went over like a lead balloon right. so about uh, a month ago the uh, the mayor terminated an agreement with the uh with with the the state troopers with with and he told the governor, the governor to go fly a kite Well, the governor turned around and sent them right back in <laughs> and uh, we'll see how this all plays out because the the uh, city the the city council is threatening uh civil rights action uh the uh the uh, district attorney of Travis County is threatening civil rights actions. And uh, again, many, many, many of the leftist liberal activists are claiming that the uh, state troopers are not properly trained and that they are scaring people. So right. we shall see.
0: Well, if they're arresting people who are committing crimes, I think they've been <laughs> <That's> pretty well trained.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, but that's the problem, you know, that they, they don't, you know, they, they don't want to treat criminals like criminals. No. And then, you know, they oh, want to the society,
1: the criminal. Exactly.
0: And and then you end up, you know, with these videos that we've seen of of Austin with people running cars and, and yeah. behaving like like that. And, and I, I'm glad the governor drew the line and said, no, I've I've got a responsibility to protect the people of Austin. I mean, you know, uh, I've got a responsibility to protect them. So I'm glad wow. I'm glad that uh, he did that. George, another interesting Texas story. Uh, There's a judge, I wish I knew where she was, but there is a state judge who has refused to do same-sex marriages. I'm I'm assuming she's a justice of the peace. Maybe that's because that's the one who does the marriage, right? Right. And and she refuses to do it on the grounds that her religion, her faith, does not accept same-sex marriage. She simply cannot do it as a matter of faith. This has... Uh, has become a little bit of a controversial issue. And I don't know how far it's going to go, but her argument is not a bad argument. She's saying, hey, look, I don't believe in this. This is, you know, I cannot because of my faith. And I think she's entitled to having a faith, uh, George.
1: I agree. I think that this, um, uh, there's there's two issues that I see very distinct here. First of all, uh, this is not... Uh, This is similar, but not exactly like the uh, recent Supreme Court ruling on the uh, web designer uh, who had a private business and uh, religious convictions. In this case, we've got a justice of the peace, I believe it is, you're right, who is a public official. And consequently, um, a public official has got to treat uh, the public equally. Uh, In that aspect of it, she might, uh, there may be, uh, there may be cause for her to, uh, either resign or go ahead and, and violate her own, uh, uh, religious views. On the other hand, on the other hand, um, this issue of religious views and the dictates of the government as a government official or as a government employee have already been played out. For example, uh, a conscientious objector, uh, who doesn't want to fight, who is drafted and doesn't want to fight. They don't have to. They are either dismissed uh, or uh, are placed in another uh, position. That might be the case here. Uh, it might be that uh, the, the courts would rule that uh, she, that there are many other justices of the peace who could accommodate these folks and therefore they can do that. Um, uh, you know, the First Amendment of religious uh, freedom, uh, right of religious conscience, uh, I, I think it's going to come more and more to the front as these folks who demand that you like them who demand that you accept them uh keep clashing with it
0: right no i think you're right now i could see and this is a wild uh prediction on my part i, I don't i i could see this you know uh being challenged in the courts it would have to go to the Texas state Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. They would have to rule on it. Right. Now, she could appeal that ruling, I suppose, and eventually take it to the Supreme Court, assuming well, the the Texas Supreme Court, uh, you know. But the silver tells- lining
1: in that one, the silver lining in that one is that she is a state official. Right. And it's a state, an elected state official. And so if the state has already determined that, you know, uh, her conscience matters, number one, then I think that these folks are, you know, they can go be married in another state.
0: That, or or they can have another judge marry or them. Or find I mean, another if,
1: judge, will do it.
0: I mean, I, I don't... The again. the I,
1: world.
0: That's right. And I'm not familiar with all the particulars of where this lady works. Um, maybe she's the only judge I doubt it, because usually in these districts, they have more than yeah. one judge. But... Look, I, I support the idea of of religious freedom.
1: Correct. Uh, yeah, I, I, I
0: believe very strongly. Now, you could, and we were talking about this off the air, you could have a situation where this goes to the Supreme Court, the, the U.S. Supreme Court, and the C- U.S. Supreme Court says, no, I think she's right. Yeah,
1: take and, it back to the states.
0: Uh, take it back to the states. And then Texas could conceivably bring back the amendment that we passed. Uh, remember the amendment that we passed Almost twenty years ago, uh, defining marriage as between a man and a woman. Right. If you remember that amendment, uh, I think it was in two thousand six or something, when that passed. I I don't think it'll go to the U.S. Supreme Court, but I, but I think if, if it does go well, to the I, Texas, I think it'll
1: come back as a state issue, and the state supreme yeah. court will say, hey, that's her belief. You can find another one. I think it's. And, and that would true.
0: be a that would be a victory for me. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. you're right. I mean, that is her belief, and uh, she's entitled. To it well let me close tonight uh, george by asking that question you know the big detective question <laughs> about cocaine in the white have. house <gasps> oh my and, God. and i'm sitting there saying you know i guess they don't know who did it <laughs> and that worries me a lot because <laughs> y- you know white powder could be a, l- a lot more than cocaine it could be other things baking powder baking it could soda. be that or it could be uh it could be anthrax it could oh be fentanyl. Yeah. It could be lots of things. And if the secret service cannot...
1: It can be very dangerous, and you need to find out. Well, it could be dangerous to a safety. lot of people. Yes, Because exactly. if that was fentanyl, that could kill everybody who was within sight. Yeah.
0: You know, that's pretty powerful stuff. Or anthrax, too.
1: So but I, apparently the, the FBI has already said, well, we're not going to pursue the case.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean... <laughs> how does? I mean, that's what they're saying. I understand that, but how does that? How does that work out as far as the national security? Because exactly, I, I don't see this as a political issue, George.
1: No, this is no, a national. I, it's this, a national security.
0: Is. You're talking about the White House,
1: exactly.
0: And if somebody can walk into the White House with a powder, if somebody
1: breaks into your house, you demand, uh, you demand an investigation, and and you know you should get it. But if somebody breaks into the White House, somebody does something wrong in the White House, you know, I don't know.
0: Well, I, I, I think that, you know, you always want to give the benefit of the doubt to the Secret Service because they've earned it yes. over the years. I mean, they, they've they earned it. But I just I just find this whole case to be so bizarre that we don't know who brought in a little bag of powder, who left it there. I thought there were cameras everywhere, George. Yeah.
1: Well, there are, but. Yeah. You
0: know. And I guess maybe the dog was asleep or something yeah. when...
1: Well, where was his day off? It was 4th of July.
0: Yeah, because those dogs are about as good as they get.
1: Uh, those the dogs are the best.
0: The best. And they can sniff. You
1: know, somebody I mean, was telling you gotta me... got to protect the White House. I mean, they that's the right. <laughs> somebody
0: was telling me the other day that they went to see President Trump. And before they got to President Trump, this was a, a citizen who went in to see him. Um, before they got there, they, they had to go through like not only the metal detector, they had to go through the dogs. Yes, I mean it. It was pretty intense. This guy yeah. was saying, yeah. I mean anybody who who thinks they can bring in a powder to the White House has got to be crazy because you're going to get caught. Well, we that's thought right. we well, thought you know that
1: that's right. what it should be and that's what it used to be. So I don't that's
0: know. right. That's right. <laughs> Well, George, uh, I hope you can play your softball game um, maybe uh, at 11 o'clock tonight. No, maybe, uh, uh, no I think they're, they
1: rescheduled it for early in the morning tomorrow.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that should be all right. It'll yeah, well, be, be right. 110 at 6 o'clock in the morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, George, thank you for your time, as always, and have a great weekend and uh, look forward to our next one. We're going to call this thing from now on the Texas Political Report. How, how, how do you like that? I like that. that. It's very I good. Like yeah, it's catchy okay. and very creative. I'm sure, that, uh, I'm sure that it took me a long time to figure that one out. <laughs> so I decided to call it the Texas Political Report. Thanks for your time, George, and have you a wonderful it. weekend.
1: You too. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much. Our good friend George Rodriguez uh, joining us uh, today for our Texas Political Report, where we look at uh, the issues here in Texas. Of course, the, the property tax, which I think it's a great move, Uh, And something that, as as I mentioned, is going to make Texas even more competitive as a place to do business, as a place to invest. And then, of course, the situation with the cocaine in the White House, which is really, to me, an embarrassing story uh, that somebody could bring in powder into the White House and nobody knows who it was. I mean, it's actually embarrassing. And from a national security standpoint, it's pretty scary. It's pretty scary because the message we're sending out to people is that you can sneak something in into the White House, and that's not the message we should be uh, we should be sending. Well, as I mentioned, the George is extremely hot here, so if you're listening to me uh, in Texas, uh, I hope you have a swimming pool to go to because it's going to be very hot for the next uh, few days. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, everybody.